Please pray with me. Lord God, thank you for putting that cross on your shoulder for our sin. Thank you for doing what we could never do, Lord, for and receiving the punishment for what you never did, Lord. And I pray that you would speak to us as we gather here together this morning. Unify our hearts and minds around your good news. Lord, and may it spring forth from our lips, Lord. And we pray that you would reveal yourself to us, Lord. Help us to trust in you now. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Morning! It is so good to see you all. Uh, now, if you had a choice between full or empty for these things, what would you pick? Gas tank. Full, full okay. All right. Wallet. Full. Bladder. Um, balloon. Okay. Um, bank account. Oh. Okay. Um, sinuses. Empty. Empty. Um, trash can. Uh, lake. Full. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Please. Full of God. Um, tires. Full. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, so uh, do you all see a trend here? Right? Like the good things are good to have full. The bad things, not so much. We like those empty. Right? Empty bladders, empty sinuses, empty threats are better than full threats, right? Um, we like things like that. And this is a trend, I think, that will kind of carry on later on in the sermon. But in my understanding, most things that are good, we like full or, or like filled up. And most things that are bad, we like those empty or at least at like the lowest level we can actually get them, Right? And so here in our uh, epistle for today, Paul addresses the, addresses the Christians in Philippi. He encourages them to look at Jesus Christ. Jesus, as you know, is the only begotten Son of God the Father. Jesus willingly took on our flesh, and in the miracle that we call the Incarnation, and that we celebrate at Christmas time, was born to the Virgin Mary, fully God and fully human. Jesus, though, behaved in a unique way. Paul tells us, though he was in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited. Paul expresses first the truth that Jesus is God, and that in response to the need for the redemption of humanity, Jesus did not sit back and enjoy the benefits of being God, He could have been untouched by the plight of humanity, but instead he expressed the purest of love, which was self-sacrificing, and, according to Paul, emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. To go from king to slave. And not just any king, not like the king of Persia, the king of England, king of hearts, whatever. He went from being the king of absolutely everything to being the servant of all. That is massive. I mean, that's not like an 80s rock star who now is like, you know, working a normal job. This is to go from ruling and creating absolutely everything to serving the world. He emptied himself of pride and possession. He went from everything to nothing. 
He left the throne room of God for a manger bed. But not only a humble birth, but a birth that was overshadowed by the cross. Jesus knew that his goal was not his glory or even a good life on earth, but death and resurrection. Paul tells us, And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Jesus humbled himself. What a simple statement, and yet so profoundly rich. I mean, think about it. The king of the universe, the author and creator of life, the one who spoke and flung galaxies into being, that one humbled himself. And why? To redeem the world. A bunch of people who could care less about God for the most part. He humbled himself for those people, for us. Now, humility is a wonderful thing, but the problem is is that in our world, humility doesn't get really top billing, right? And that's because most humility that we see is either like false humility, right? Which is like, oh, my hair looks so bad, right? And they really, you know, they want you to say like, like tip, right? Oh, it looks lovely. Lovely. looks great. Oh, thank you. Right? Which is sometimes was the intention all along. Or I'm getting so out of shape. You know, oh, you look strong. You look great. Oh, thank you. Right? You get that false humidity, humility, that false modesty that really is only so shallow. Right? It doesn't really, it's not real true humility. Or the other side, which is like super self-deprecating. Like, I'm horrible. I'm a worm. I'm a slug. I'm the worst. Right? Neither of those is really humility, are they? Because the problem with both of those, whether you're having false modesty or false humidity and want people to notice you or because you're groveling, the problem with both of those is they're not humble because you're focusing on yourself. Both high and low focusing on yourself. That's not how Jesus did it. Jesus didn't think about himself at all. He sacrificed himself. He didn't think too lowly of himself because he knew the truth about himself. He knew he was God's son. He knew he could like speak a word and a legion of angels would come to protect him. He knew he could do absolutely anything. Everything was within his power. And yet he chose to not even think about himself, but to think about the redemption of the world and giving glory to God the Father. This is humility. Neither thinking too high or too low about yourself but not thinking about yourself at all. True humility was what Jesus showed when he glorified God by emptying himself, and emptied of all, he took our sin upon himself to set us free. This was the work that he embarked on, and that we celebrate this Palm Sunday, that Jesus Christ chose to empty himself rather than to be filled with the praises of people who wanted something of him that he would not give them. Because the people, they wanted a certain kind of king, right? What kind of king do they want? A warrior king, right? They wanted something like the Terminator to come in and go and like drive out all the Romans, to free the nation and to lead them on into glory. They wanted someone who would make Israel a strong nation, a nation that would be feared and respected. They wanted a warrior But Jesus emptied himself of this and was poured out for our transgressions. 
The result of this was that Jesus was filled up by the only one who was worthy to do so, God the Father. Paul tells us, Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God the Father just poured his praise into his Son. Full versus empty. Remember, full is good for good things, and empty is good for bad things. And we understand that formula. Is there any question about the formula? No. Why don't we do it then? Right? If we all know it, if we all know we should fill ourselves up with good things and be empty of bad things, how come we don't do it? If it's that easy, we're human. Exactly. You and I, we fill ourselves up with all kinds of things we shouldn't. We fill ourselves up with violence, lust, envy, empty calories, empty praises, right? We fill ourselves up with these things and build up this image of ourselves, which is just teetering in the wind, ready to crash down. That's what we build for ourselves, and that's how we filled ourselves up. We know what's good, and yet we don't do it. Ultimately, we need a Savior. We need a Savior to empty us and to fill us with something else. Because while we understand that being filled with good things is good, we don't do it. So this Palm Sunday, we give thanks that Jesus Christ emptied himself and that through his power empties us so that we can be filled with him and with his Holy Spirit. My hope for us is that we would be people who open the gates to our heart to Jesus to let the true king come and take his throne on our heart. That we would allow him to come inside of us, to cast out all those false rulers who have been waging war inside of us, and for him to transform and redeem our lives, to set us free so that we can truly love and truly be loved. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you that you are the true and rightful king. And thank you, Lord God, that you did what none of us could ever do, Lord. You emptied yourself and you sacrificed yourself for us. Help us, Lord God, to worship you as the true king, to give you praise and glory for what you have done, And Lord, we pray that you would give us the strength, Lord, to empty our hearts of all those things which we have been partaking of, Lord, and filling ourselves up with. We confess to you our brokenness and our sin. We confess to you our our secret desire to follow those things, Lord. And we pray that you would set us free from the cycle of bondage and pain. Lord God, Please take your place on the throne of our hearts. Please cast out those usurpers who are there, Lord, and set us free so that we can be the people you have called us to be and so that we can love you freely and with joy in our hearts. And we pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.